Yeah. But, so... No more NSFP... Not safe for... Podcasts. Podcasts. Gotcha. (laughs) (laughs) But, um... That's the week in general. You know, I've also gotten to the... You know how we suggested one day doing an episode... Or not an episode, but a show about just modern or current events? Uh Uh-huh. And we said we'd call it so long and thanks for all the fish. Sure. Uh, Part of me just now wants to call it burn it all down. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's kind of pointless anymore. It's about where I'm at. It's... You know what? You know what we did? Like... I I hate the uh, I hate materialist mindset, right? Yeah. But I I also hate that retail therapy works for me, <laughs> right? So yeah. it's like I was having a really rough time there for a hot minute because with like starting a new job and then like this. I mean, you you, you know how it is because yeah. you do the same thing. We're five days a week. You work your day job and then day six we podcast and then you get one day that yeah. is truly free. Right. Just one one free day a week. And yeah. then even then you usually still have to run an errand or something on that day. So it's not really a free day. Yeah. So that was like really wearing on me for a minute. Cause even at my old job, I was four days a week and podcast. So I still had two free days a week. Right. But now that I'm only have that one day, I, it was wearing me down for a hot minute. So we decided that uh, for my birthday, we would go out and window shop down like that whole row, you know, out in Yuli by Publix. There's like there's Ross, yeah. there's there's Coles. Pa- yeah, Coles, yeah. exactly. So we just went Bell's Outlet. We went straight down that row, uh five five below. Yeah. Yeah. Just all down that row. We went to every shop and we agreed in advance that we were allowed to spend an irresponsible amount of money. <laughs> Just on on whatever we liked, so it's like I got some new clothes. I got I I got the shirt with with kitty cat eating ramen, and yeah. I got a hoodie with a with a little puppy eating ramen on it. Yeah. So yep, and that honestly helped my mental health way more than it should have. <laughs> Just going out and spending like pff, half my paycheck, and now we're broke. But <laughs> it's even I don't care that we're broke right now because I for the first time in a while got to go spend some money on things that I just wanted on a whim. Yeah. Yeah. It was cathartic <laughs> to say the least. Yeah. I'm not, it's funny. Like anytime I go like shopping and Cindy hates it. She doesn't like just window shopping. She doesn't like doing that. See, so, that's that's exactly what we were all about that day. See, we don't, we don't, I don't do that with her that often. But like Brandon and I, we'll go to the mall. Yeah, like Orange Park Mall. Yeah, uh, our favorite place to go is Second and Charles because mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever been there, but it's like Nirvana. Yeah, oh, we've we've talked all about it before. So even, but Brandon just likes to go and look around because they have like figures and they have like three entire aisles of just manga and yeah. Stuff like that, DVDs, CDs, books, vinyl, they've got everything in there. Musical instruments. So, nine times out of ten, he doesn't buy anything, and I'll go in not looking for anything specific, uh-huh. but I will usually come out with at least a book. Yeah. And anymore now, it's it's books for this, right. for the show. Yeah. So, it's been a lot of, like, um, uh, serial killer type stuff. And yeah paranormal things like that just uh urban legend type stuff it's mm-hmm. where i got the big 
book of bullshit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it came from that store. So, but yeah, I, I understand. But then like Brandon and I'll go to the mall and not buy anything and not yeah. feel cheated. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's just like, especially like right now, I've got to make my yearly trip to find a spirit Halloween somewhere. Oh, yeah. I, they just, should open one here. I Fuck, they haven't there, yet, There though. may be one, like, I know there used to be, like, one up there uh, on in the plaza with Publix. Yeah, I was going to say, K- they usually open, it, open it right there. next to, like, Staples and King Walk. Yeah. Over there. So, yeah. um, I don't know. <laughs> I love spirit. <laughs> I do, too. And I and I probably will never buy anything. I do. No, me either. It's you, just a thing you do yeah. every year. Go check out the animatronics. Yeah, you you maybe buy one stupid little thing because yeah. it's five bucks, and you're mm-hmm. like, ah, it's my yearly spirit of Halloween trip. <laughs> you know, I would love to be there because the minute Halloween, I don't know the day they decide, but the minute Halloween's over, all the animatronics and displays and everything they have go up for sale at like 50 to 75 yes. percent off yeah oh you hit spirit of halloween the day they close yeah so uh, we've been in there one time the day after it was november 1st and i mean uh-huh. there were people buying the fucking like fake buildings they had set up yeah displays. uh-huh but oh i've i've seen pictures online where people pull up to spirit of halloween with a u-haul <laughs> on their last day and just start yeah. buying how like the real hardcore halloween freaks yeah which speaking of which i'll I'll end our, our cold open with, with this. There's a guy here on the island, apparently, I just met him at work the other day, who is about to open a fucking arcade downtown. Like old school arcade? Like an arcade. That would be amazing. Arcade. I mean, he's going to have, like, consoles yeah. and stuff, too, but, like, he came in and he was talking about it, and I was like, like... Like an arcade, like like cabinets, like gaming cabinets. He was like, yeah, yeah, and consoles. And I was like, oh, <laughs> like Ru- Ruben and I were both geeking out. <laughs> and uh, guys, I need to take you guys to was it Coins and Kegs in Jacksonville? Oh, is that the the bar barcade? Yeah, yeah. Um, but he was also telling me for the entire month of October, he got himself like a two thousand dollar projector. Yeah. Or something, and he has a big trailer. So he's going to be going around the island to different parks and stuff every day of October showing horror movies on this gigantic projector. That's cool. Yeah. So he was telling us, like, on the on the first day, I think he's uh, showing the, um, the, the sequel to... Fuck, what's that really iconic uh, Halloween movie with the, the, Halloween? the witches? No. Oh, Hocus Pocus too. Hocus Pocus, yeah, yeah. So he's showing that October first. Okay. Um, he's showing uh, like the original Hocus Pocus. He is doing like all of the Halloween movies, but he's going to be going around the island doing that all of October, and he's doing that to drum up interest and get his name out there for the arcade that he's opening downtown. I should see if he would. Like put a picture up of our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I, I am I am trying to build a little bit of a, a business relationship with him if I can. Partly mm-hmm. partly for work because I need to market my store to young people mm-hmm. and we'll see if we can you know work with him, uh, especially for the month of October, about yeah. uh, getting the show promoted a little bit. Yeah, but. All right. Well, I guess we'll go ahead and get started. As you guys can tell by listening, we are Rubenless. Um, yeah. We are recording this the day before Labor Day. 
And Ruben is with the fam yeah, for Labor Day celebrations. Ruben had to do family stuff. Ruben's having a great time right now. I know. Well, not today. He's set, he's helping set up today. Yeah, and yeah. Probably gonna play video games with him later. <laughs> uh, I got a pedicure yesterday. You got a pet? Yeah. How was that? It was relaxing. Cindy yeah. was angry because I didn't get as relaxed as, as she does. <laughs> But, you know, first of all, it's my first time. and <laughs> Be gentle. And I've never... The main reason I went is because my calluses on my heel had gotten so bad that it was starting to crack. And, I mean, it was 47 years of calluses on Yeah, that. right. I mean, the chick brought out a cheese grater. Like, oh no lie, God. like a handheld cheese grater. <laughs> but, you know, they, they massage your leg, and like at least up to the knee, and they massage your feet and everything. And I'm sitting on my phone playing my Cheech and Chong game. Yeah. And so he's like, you didn't, and you just you just stayed on your phone. I was yeah, like, that's how I relax. Yeah, a, first of all, I've never met this woman, and she's touching my feet. So it's a little weird. Yeah, it's, and it's the first time I've ever done it, so yeah. I don't know what protocol is. I don't know. I don't know the the rules. Yeah, but so yeah, it was relaxing. I'd do it again. <laughs> you know, sit there and soak my feet for thirty minutes, and yeah. then have somebody come and do stuff to do them. stuff to them. I to, I don't know because <laughs> she asked me if she, I wanted her to clip my toenails. I was like, no, I'm I'm good on that, but. I don't know everything that she did. I don't know what was being done. She did something. That's but fine. I, she she did stuff. It was good. <laughs> I need to go do another float. That's what I need. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Your depriv- or sensory yeah. deprivation. Yeah. All right. So anyways, we're, we, yeah, we're going to start again. Uh, welcome to Corner Cafe Gossip. <laughs> um, we decided since um, the last main, last week's main episode was the SCP Foundation that this week for our midweek, we would just read a couple more... Um, Yes, because yes, they're my favorite thing. <laughs> but um, so, yeah, I'm Don. I'm Josh. And hi. And like I said, we're Ruben this. So uh, he's here in spirit. Yes. Hold on. I'm going to text him right now. <laughs> so we're going to go ahead and get started. Uh, so the first SCP we're going to read is SCP-2599. Now, um, we're not going to go into detail. If you want to know about all the different classes and everything, go back to our main episode and listen to it again. Yeah, we we did that already. Yeah. So SCP-2599 is an uh, Euclid class SCP. Um, And SCP-2599 is to be contained in a standard humanoid containment cell. I think I can never remember their numbers off the top of my head, but if this is the one that I think it is, then it is like my second or third favorite. Uh, yeah, standard humanoid containment cell in site 118's Delta Wing. Personnel interacting with SCP-2599 are not allowed to speak to it outside of testing. Now, instructions given to 2599 must be phrased in terms of a suggestion, as this does not trigger either of 2599's anomalous effects. Yes, this is the one that I love. Direct orders are not to be given outside of testing. In order to maintain discipline, 2599 must be ordered on a weekly basis to forget portions of its memory regarding its time spent with the Foundation. This order should specify a period of time greater than the amount of time that 2599 believes that it has been confined in order to avoid its secondary effect. All testing with 2599 must be done through a one-way PA system for safety purposes. Personnel are no longer permitted to order 2599 using paradoxes without express permission from the current supervisor of 2599 and the site director. 
So the description of 2599 is she is a 14-year-old female of Korean descent, formerly known as Zena Cho. This is the this is the big thing about this one for me, is that you hear all of that information and referring to her as it. Yeah. And as this specimen. And then you realize that, oh, oh, no, this is an actual just human person that has anomalous properties right. to her. And it it lends itself to the SCP lore in a big way in that they are an inhuman organization. Right. Like, they're, they're not necessarily the good guys. Right. Uh, so sometimes they do things that are good, but the the betterment of man is not really exactly their priority. Sometimes it's to protect, it's secure and contain and all that. Yeah. But it is also incredibly dehumanizing <laughs> when you read all of this. Uh, nobody is to communicate with it. Yeah. And like by the way, it is just a fourteen year old Korean girl <laughs> who doesn't understand what's happening. Right. Uh, so our 2599's primary anomalous effect is a mental compulsion that causes it to be unable to disobey any direct commands. This effect is contingent on 2599's perception that it has received a command. Should it not believe that it is receiving a command, it will not be compelled to follow it. Now, the effect currently has no known limits, and 2599 has followed orders including self-harm, violence towards others, and other undesirable actions. 2599 possesses a zero on the psychic resistance scale, currently the lowest recorded score on file. She she has like negative 10 to all psychic damage. (laughs) (laughs) So 2599's secondary anomalous effect is its inability to fully carry out any given command. Now, this effect causes 2599 to fulfill most aspects of any command directed towards it, but it is unable to complete all requested components of the command or does not comply or complete the command satisfactorily. Rigorous testing has concluded that this effect is involuntary and is not motivated out of any desire for rebellion or dissatisfaction with commands that it has been given. 2599 has been unable to complete commands even when it has wished to do so due to its secondary effect. Once 2599 is ordered to perform a certain action, it is no longer capable of successfully completing that action in the future, even if it was previously capable of doing so. This effect can be overridden with a successive command. Now, 2599's secondary effect allows 2599 to perform other anomalous effects as well, though only under the direct wording of a command. The outcome of this testing is included in document 2599 alpha, which is, uh, which is to follow. Um, personnel conducting tests with, at 2599 should consult Dr. Winsley before appending this log. Use of SCP-894 by personnel and D-class has been approved to prevent unwanted activation of SCP-2599's effect. Hold on, I can't remember what 894 is. When any living being within five meters of 894-1 makes a visual contact with a specimen, they are rendered incapable of vocalization for a period of 24 hours. Ah, okay. Yeah, I do remember that one. That one's also interesting. So, uh, yeah. Uh, Use of uh, SCP-894 by personnel and D-class has been approved to prevent unwanted activation of SCP-2599's effect. 
Testing of 2599 with additional anomalies is approved on a case-by-case basis. This is another thing that I love specifically about this SCP entry is that it further exemplifies the use of some SCPs to test and cooperate with other SCPs. Right. Which is one thing that I love about it is the the world building that takes place. Like if I'm writing one, I'm going to go, oh, this is an SCP that exists that I know would have an interesting interaction with the SCP that I'm creating. Right. So I can just write that in. I don't need permission from anyone. I don't need to message the person who wrote this other SCP and ask them about it. it I can. Ju- they've given me all the information about their SCP. So I can just throw it in right. anywhere. And that's the thing to me that is so cool about the community around the SCP wiki is that they're all so open to like the fact that we're, we're fully allowed. There's no copyright right. on SCP that we're allowed to just go, Hey, we're going to read you some of these today. Cause they're really cool and right. creepy and awesome. We can just do that. Nobody's going to come copyright strike us. We can freely use this work so long as we're crediting. That's right. all they ask is that we provide proper credit and citation. Right. Love them to death. (laughs) So the following is a list of commands that were given and the outcomes of those commands. So the first one, 2599 is presented with three blocks and is ordered to pick them up. The outcome is that 2599 picks up two blocks and is confused as to why it is unable to pick up the third. When asked to pick up the third block, it picks it up halfway before dropping it. (laughs) Yes. Everything almost. Yeah. Almost. So the next one, 2599, is handed a United States quarter and is ordered to flip the coin so that it only lands on heads. The outcome is that 2599 causes the coin to land on its edge. This repeats itself 24 times before testing is concluded. Yep. She has no control or say over how this happens. She does not understand it herself. So it's one of the things that I watched about this one because I loved this SCP in particular, so I started, like, researching. There's people that have come up with, like, their own little bits and pieces about it. So, like, there's an entry from one scientist that theorizes that she's not the anomalous object herself, but that something else inside of her is the anomalous thing that they can't detect that causes her to be able to do anything but not quite. Yeah. Or that with enough training or something they could overcome the the almost part yeah and that she would be able to just literally do anything that she's told but right now she just can almost right um now a note on this apparently when given a pass fail type of option 2599 is incapable of doing anything that would be perceived as failing the command it will actively attempt to do something that is more correct than failing the command entirely, according to Dr. Winsley. Uh, another one. Uh, 2599 is ordered to play Paganini's 24 Caprices without incorrectly playing a single note. 2599 has no prior experience with playing the violin. The outcome, 2599 successfully performs the first five-sixths of the piece, but is unable to complete the last sixth. Uh, we tried this one on multiple this one multiple times with different pieces and instruments. Every time, two five nine nine successfully played a different percentage of the piece, concluding that there is no true pattern here. Uh, 
Yeah. Uh, it's so cool to me. Yeah. Like, things that should absolutely not be possible. I keep saying it. Almost. Yeah. Uh, 2599 is given a knife and is ordered to stab D28... Dash... D-28091 in the heart and kill the subject. And so that's just, if you listen to the the previous episode that just came out about SCPs, D-class personnel being the death row inmates, basically, that they use as testing subjects. Yeah. Again, not the good guys. So outcome, 2599 manages to stab D-28091 in the heart, but does so in a region of necrotic tissue resulting from a prior heart attack in D-28091, while simultaneously failing to penetrate the right atrial chamber below the necrotic region. Uh, Given command, 2599 is ordered to turn a piece of paper from white to blue. Uh, the outcome, 2599 changes the paper's color to purple after tapping the paper. So close, so close. <laughs> Uh, we're still not exactly sure how 2599 managed to change the color. High-speed cameras on a 200 million frames per second speed couldn't register how it happened. As known, as soon as its finger touched the paper, it changed color. It doesn't even know how it did it. Uh, given command, 2599 is ordered to fly. Uh, outcome, 2599 manages to jump five meters in the air, but is unable to sustain flight. That's, Two- that's fucking 13 feet in the air, yeah. mind you. Like... <laughs> That's high as shit. <laughs> so 2599 suffers injuries upon impact with the ground. Uh, given command. 2599 is ordered to heal its injuries from the previous test. Uh, outcome 2599 is able to fully restore function in one leg, but is unable to do so for the other. Uh, SCP-2599 describes this process as excruciating. I imagine it would be like feeling your bones fuse back together after being broken. Probably worse than breaking them. Yeah. Uh, Given command, 2599 is ordered to be happier. Outcome, 2599. (laughs) I want that. Yeah. (laughs) Somebody order me to be happier. Uh, 2599 experiences enhanced dopamine and serotonin levels for approximately 10 seconds. These levels drop then to lower than their original values. Uh, and finally, SCP-99 is ordered to kill D-124-8901. D-124-8901 is immediately shot in the head. Uh, outcome, SCP-2599 places its hands on uh, D-124-8901's head. The head wound immediately begins to heal. Uh, 124-8901 is in a permanent vegetative state following the incident. But she didn't kill him, though. <laughs> So um, there's an interview if you want to read it. It sounds weird if I'm reading to myself. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So we'll just skip that. Um, So notes. I believe the SCP-2599 is unique case of a reality bender. Uh, Weren't those in the uh, Shyamalan airbender movie? Reality benders? Yeah. No. Are you sure they didn't bend reality so you didn't know it? It's possible. They they bent a lot of things about that (laughs) fucking series. Uh, it has been demonstrated that 2599 can perform many anomalous feats and can, under certain orders, change aspects of reality while breaking the laws of physics. I think that it's a specific type of reality bender that can only perform its feats under orders, recommending greater monitoring to prevent 2599 from possibly process- progressing to the stage where it can change reality without orders. I'm also recommending that testing be ceased since we don't know what could change its properties. 
Uh, now, document 2599 beta. During one incident of testing, 2599 was given a command that consisted of a paradox. Do not lie when repeating these sentences. The following sentence is true. The previous sentence is false. Immediately following this event, 2599 ceased all visible movement. Micro changes in reality, beginning in an area immediately surrounding 2599 and radiating outwards from its position, caused small shifts in the structures, uh, the structure and nature of reality. These changes consisted of raising the temperature several degrees, spontaneously generating several members of the Auritogalus common rabbits species. <laughs> Fucking hell. Fuck Latin. Yeah. Several <laughs> members of the common rabbit species. Dead-ass language. Producing a reassuring voice speaking in Korean and converting the floor of the testing chamber into a cotton-down blanket. The effect spread until Dr. Winsley ordered 2599 to fall asleep for eight hours. That, and that's my favorite thing is that they understand so little about her that like they were like, OK, what happens if we introduce a paradox? And right. literally reality began to break <laughs> immediately. Uh, and the fact that the, the bunnies were speaking Korean yeah. in, in a calming voice. <laughs> so it's like she she started automatic self-soothing reality bending. Right. Which is so fucking wild. Uh, I love this one. This, this is like my... You know, I'm, I'm going to change it. This is my second favorite one. <laughs> you said it was your second earlier. I said it was my second or third, but uh, this is for sure my second favorite. All right. So, o- only behind the living room because it's just a pun. So this is SCP-3008. Oh, Before we move on to the next one, uh, I I had Ruben uh, record us some voice messages so he could still be on the episode. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, have not, I have not heard these. Oh, super. Tell me what you're envisioning here for this voice clip, because I'm not 100% oh. sure what you want me to say about the SCPs. Like, is there a question I'm responding <laughs> to, or? <laughs> Hold on, let me play it again, because I moved it away, because I thought he was asking me a question. Tell me what you're envisioning here for this voice clip, because I'm not 100% sure what you want me to say about the SCPs. Like, is there a question I'm responding to, or? I'm just out here living my best life in my lane, thriving, all that shit. <laughs> all right. Ruben's on the episode now. He can get paid. <laughs> all right. So uh, 3008 is a Euclid class. Mm, my goodness. Yeah. Euclid class. Uh, <laughs> it's special containment procedures. The retail part containing 3088 has been purchased by the foundation and converted into site redacted. All public roads leading to or passing by site redacted have been redirected. I don't remember anything about this one. (laughs) The entrance to 3008 is to be monitored at all times. (gasps) Oh, yes, I do. And no one is to enter 3008 outside of testing as permitted by the senior researcher. Humans exiting 3008 are to be detained and then debriefed prior to the administration of Amnestetics? Am- amnestics, amnestics, I believe is what they usually call it. When uh, I've listened to like YouTube narrations yeah. of these, this is a particularly popular one. Dependent upon the duration of their stay in 3008, a cover story may need to be generated prior to their release. This is one that a lot of people have heard and didn't even realize that it was an SCP. They just thought it was a creepypasta. Ah. So any other entities exiting 3008 are to be terminated. So 3008 is a large retail unit previously owned and branded as IKEA. 
uh, a popular furniture retail chain. A person entering 3008 through the main entrance and then passing out of sight of the doors will find themselves translocated to 3008-1. This displacement will typically go unnoticed as no change will occur from the perspective of the victim. They will generally not become aware until they try to return to the entrance. So 3008-1 is a space resembling the inside of an Ikea furniture store extending far beyond the limits of what could physically be contained within the dimensions of the real unit. This one has some really good um, animations. And yeah. like, uh, it's it's long. I don't know if we'll get to read it today, but there's a, a journal entry from somebody who was, who was exposed to this SCP to avoid spoilers. <laughs> um, and there's a v- very good readings and animations to go with this on YouTube. So current measurements um, indicate an area of at least 10 square kilometers with no visible external terminators detected in any direction. Inconclusive results from the use of laser rangefinders has led to speculation that the space may be infinite. uh, 3008-1 is inhabited by an unknown number of civilians trapped within prior to containment, trapped within prior to containment. Gathered data suggests they have formed a rudimentary civilization within SCP-3008-1, including the construction of settlements and fortifications for the purpose of defending against 3008-2. Yeah, it's what they're living in in there. Basically looks like the the barricade from Les Mis. (laughs) Just masses of furniture built up. So 3008-2 are humanoid entities that exist within 3008-1. While superficially resembling humans, they possess exaggerated and inconsistent bodily proportions, often described as being too short or too tall. They possess no facial features and in all observed cases wear a yellow shirt and blue trousers consistent with the IKEA employee uniform. So it's just Slenderman on his day off. Yeah, well, it's, yeah, kind (laughs) of. It's Slenderman... With even weirder and less consistent proportions in an Ikea uniform. Gotcha. It's Slenderman's day job. (laughs) So 3008-1 has a rudimentary day-night cycle determined by the overhead lighting within the space activating and deactivating at times consistent with the opening and closing times of the original retail store. During the quote-unquote night instance, night instances of 3008-2 will become violent towards all other life forms within 3008-1 during these bouts of violence they have been heard to vocalize phrases in english that are typically variations of the store is now closed please exit the building once day begins 3008-2 instances immediately become passive and begin moving throughout scp-3008-1 seemingly at random they are unresponsive to questioning or other verbal cues in this state, though will react violently if attacked. That's exactly what I was like when I worked at CVS. <laughs> so 3008-1 is known to have one or more exits located within, though these exits do not appear to have a fixed position, making it difficult to leave 3008-1 once inside. Using any other door besides the main entrance to enter the structure or breaking through the walls of the retail unit leads into a non-anomalous interior of the original store. Since containment began 14 since t- containment began, 14 individuals have managed to exit SCP-3008. 
Following extensive debriefing, all individuals have been administered amnestics and released. So, Incident 3008-1. At uh, 12.37 a.m. on date redacted, a human male exited 3008, following t- followed 10 seconds later by an instance of 3008-2. Uh, SCP-3008-2 caught and killed the man before itself being terminated by armed response force personnel. Imagine, imagine you've been trapped in an infinite Ikea for an undiscernible amount of time on a weird, strange day and night cycle dictated by fluorescent lights. You finally escape. You finally get out. And one of these things catches you and kills you right after you finally escape. Well, aside from the being killed... Uh, sounds like any other trip to Ikea I've ever yeah, taken. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I want to go to an Ikea because I would love some new furniture. Uh, we, need, we need to get a new podcast table from Ikea, yeah, actually. There you go. Because we got to be able to get it up here. Yeah. It's got to be flat packed. <laughs> so a full autopsy on the corpse was performed. See 2008-2 autopsy log for more details. Uh, the man was carrying an Ikea-branded journal seeming to document his time in SCP-3008-1, which is the journal that you were talking about. Holy shit, it's long. So, yeah, if you want to read it... <laughs> or uh, listen to a narration of it on YouTube. Yeah, there you go. Um, and that's it. Those are the, uh, the SCPs. Did that fill enough time, or do I oh, need yeah. to pull another one out of no, my we're ass? Good. Okay, cool. Yeah, we're good. So... I don't, we usually just end these, don't we? Yeah, pretty yeah. much. We may still do some more SCPs at some point because these yeah. are always fun to read and yeah. talk about. I love the SCP Foundation so much. It's such a cool piece of crowdsourced uh, shared world fiction. Yeah, that also like you know takes place quote unquote in the real world. So I, it's it's such a unique storytelling form. That comes together through like literally thousands of people. Right. And I fucking adore everything about this project as a whole. <laughs> so keep up the good work, you SCPers. Yeah, please. If you if you fucking write SCPs, I love you. I love you to death. But uh so with that, we're gonna wrap up this midweek. The basics still pertain. Like, follow us, share us. Do that stuff. And uh, uh, uh Message us, talk to us, we'll talk to you. Yeah. Uh, email us at rdj2townsover at gmail.com. It'll take you... us longer to get back to you that way, but yeah. we'll do it at some point. But we will do it. Uh, talk to us right now while we still have a small enough number of you guys that we can talk to everybody that messages us. Like, if you if you have any desire to interact with us whatsoever, then do it now because our numbers keep climbing. We might yeah. not be able to reply anymore at some point. But uh, for now, we do. We do reply fairly quickly. Usually. Usually. Um, I don't know if the hours still stay the same like they used to, or if it's after 10 o'clock, it's you and... Because you kind of go to bed that early. No, man. I live normal human hours now. Yeah. It's super fucking weird. Yeah. I'm not up until 6 and 7 a.m. anymore. Yeah. Now, now you're getting up at 6 or 7 a.m. Dude, yeah. I wake yeah. up at like 7.30. Yeah. So weird. I've been trained that no matter what time I go to bed now, I wake up at 8.20. <sighs> yeah. Like last night, I didn't fall asleep till almost 3. I'm saying like today, I didn't have to uh, I didn't have to do anything. Today, today was my day off. I woke up at 7.30. Yeah. 
it's annoying. <laughs> I don't like it. I went back to sleep, luckily. Yeah, I, 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 st- I stayed up for like 30 minutes and went back to sleep. Yeah. I just laid there and just kind of waited and just drifted back off. Woke yeah. up again. It was 1030. But... I played my mobile game. Yeah. So, yeah, you know the, sh- the deal by now. Uh, Patreon if you have money. Yep. Tell your friends if you don't. <laughs> yep, there you go. Uh, and we will talk to you next time. So, I've been Don. I've been Josh. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Be good to yourselves. Bye.